Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. That's right. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and this is a special broadcast out of the Singapore FinTech Festival with me, Chua Tiantian. We will bring you a series of under the radar interviews with companies and organisations within the FinTech space to give you an inside look into the up and coming trends as well as the key announcements and developments to watch. And on that note, it has been about close to four months since our earlier interview with the CEO of HSBC Singapore, Kiju Wong. And at the time, we talked about HSBC's new innovation banking unit carved out from that UK subsidiary of SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, and whether HSBC would move into catering services for players in the VC and startup landscape. Now, at the time, Kiju told me to keep a lookout for an interesting development. Out of the unit that will be announced at the Singapore FinTech Festival, and the secret is out now. HSBC Singapore announcing a partnership with early-stage VC firm Antler to facilitate the growth of Southeast Asian innovation companies and entrepreneurs based in Singapore. Now, the collaboration aims to provide startups and founders that are part of Antler's network access to financial expertise and banking solutions such as preferred banking. Business banking accounts, venture debt, and working capital facilities designed to support their needs and enable their growth and future expansion. The question is, what is the rationale behind working with Antler, and how will HSBC access their risk profiles and ability to repay where startups are concerned? And joining me at the Singapore FinTech Festival is Joe Miyake, Chief Commercial Officer, Global Commercial Banking at HSBC. Uh, Joe, welcome. Thank you very much. It's really exciting to be here with you, Tintin. And I'm really excited to have you on board with us. And let's get straight to the announcement, Joe. HSBC Singapore working with Antler to facilitate the growth of Southeast Asian innovation companies and entrepreneurs. What's the rationale behind the move, and why did you choose this partnership as a starting point post acquisition of SVB UK? Yes, and maybe perhaps start with uh, what I do as a chief commercial officer. So my primary remit is yes. about growth. Um, it's about developing market-leading propositions and putting it into the market, both for the customers and our prospective customers. And I think this really falls into the sweet spot for us. Uh, and and uh, excited to be here talking about the partnership. I think the first point is, um, you know, banking the innovation economy is not new to HSBC. We've been yes. doing it since our foundation. Uh, what, what changes is the banking, uh, the businesses that we bank, uh, mm. rather than our commitment to the entrepreneurs uh, and the the, the founders.、Um, In terms of、uh, Singapore,、uh, it's a very vibrant、uh, economy. In terms of the fintech、uh, space, it's growing at a dramatic rate.、Uh, I think the latest numbers I saw in 2022:、um, the, the、uh, venture tech,、uh, fintech、uh, investments grew 16 times since 2017.、Wow. So considerable. Yes. And so I think it makes a lot of、uh, sense to, to, to establish it here. And then you know partnerships.、Uh, it's very exciting to be with Antler. I think when you think about that growth and that velocity,、uh, for us to be really relevant to the economy, we need partners who access that breadth and depth.、Uh, and so、uh, us partnering with Antler right from the beginning,、uh, all the way through to the life、uh, through the lifecycle of the client is、uh, is where where we want to be playing with them. Hmm. And let's talk about the partnership with Antler, right?、Uh, what can their portfolio companies? I understand there's a range, right, ranging from pre-seed all the way to scaling stage. What can the portfolio companies expect out of the partnership with HSBC? How many of them are on board right now in the initial batch of companies? 
Yeah, so the partnership's only just launched, so it's still uh, early stages. But I think the best way to answer this is with a, a real-life example, just to sure. bring, bring it to life. Uh, so there's a company called Rubello. Uh, it is uh, in the sustainable tech marketplace. So mm -hmm. if you think mobile phones, they get refurbished and sold again. Uh, that's the business they're in. And they save about, uh, f I think, five um, billion tons of waste uh, 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 a, a year. Um, we, we, we partnered with them, but initially they uh, partnered with Antler. Uh, mm -hmm. Antler brought them through the funnel. Uh, they provided pre-seed capital. I think the company's now recently raised uh, $50 million successfully a Series A. Mm -hmm. uh, and as they've looked to expand internationally into markets like the US, Hong Kong, Malaysia, uh, we've really come in and kind of partnered with them to provide uh, that expansion uh, mm -hmm. for them. So I think that's a great example of how a company can start off very small but expand very rapidly and uh, how Antler's partnership with HSBC can come together. Mm. And let's talk a little bit more about HSBC's role and more granularity. You talk about mm -hmm. helping them scale. What exactly are the services that are provided to these firms? Uh, I think pr uh, services are a multitude, right? So we have uh, lending capabilities, we have payment capabilities, uh, and really um, uh, we can help them internationalize. So I think, you know, a, a broad set of capabilities across the board. I know you're coming from the HSBC side, but where does Antler fit in all of this? Um, do they screen the companies, for instance? Do they provide any form of guarantee in the case of a default, given that Antler specifically focuses on investing in day zero founders? Yes, yeah, so I think this is where our partnerships and selecting our partnerships is important. So they do start uh, with day zero founders. They have a very rigorous process of how they create the funnel. Uh, I believe they have about 170,000 applications a year, making them probably one of the fastest growing early stage investors. Uh, and what they really create are cohorts of founders and they bring those businesses through. Uh, they ultimately provide the uh, pre-seed capital uh, and then we can come in and help them through the, the, the process in terms of uh, providing services to, to, to clients. In terms of um, uh, how uh, Antler and Singapore play, I think they're looking to make their investments grow from about 1,000 companies to 10,000, of which 1,000 of those will actually be based in South, Southeast Asia. Um, and then finally, as they come through, we obviously rely on that rigorous vetting yes. process that they have. And then, then we, we would come in and bring kind of financial capabilities and use that and we would onboard them as we normally would any class customer. Mm. I understand that all of Antler's existing Singapore-based portfolio companies and founders, per year, they will have access to HSBC's products and services. Now, question though is, how would you assess their risk profiles and price the debt accordingly, incorporating learnings after what we've seen with SVB? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, well, first and foremost, I think it's important to, to note that, you know, SVB, um, SVB's failure as a bank was not down yes. to credit risk. Yep. Uh, so actually, in terms of their business model, it's, it's very good. Uh, and in terms of how they were lending in that space, I think was very robust. Um, you know, as we've brought on uh, teams, uh, we've obviously learned a lot from them in terms of pre-profit companies and how we look at them. Uh, and really, you know, we, we look at it from a multitude of facets, but if I had to summarize it here, um, from a risk perspective, you know, we obviously look at cash flow position, we look at revenue momentum, we look at the type of investors that are invested in the company, um, and we use all of that in, in our risk assessment. Uh, but it's also important to note we're not limited to kind of lending capability. We're yes. obviously a bank. We have a lot of capabilities in cash management and payments. Yes. So the way really I characterize it is we, we rely a lot on uh, Antler's funnel. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at a multitude of different facets. But ultimately, when we think about these companies, 
Uh, we want to make the banking side so fluid and easy that the founders can focus on what they do best, which is building their business. Right. That said, I know you provide a multitude of services, but in terms of the startups that you want to be part of and the journey towards scaling, right? Is there a particular preference where you provide a concession for startups working on innovative solutions, perhaps? Yeah, I think uh, there are, there are a few things uh, that that we do do. Um, we uh, provide uh, easy. Easy access to capabilities. We have different price points, uh, international network uh, access, all, all very different. So, um, yeah, a variety of different things. Right, and just to sidetrack a little, or rather, deep dive into this uh, this year's theme for Singapore FinTech Festival is called financial inclusion. Also, part of that has to do with AI as well. But how far is the latest move by HSBC, the partnership with Antler, in line with the theme of financial inclusion? How does help in driving adoption of new technologies? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, first and foremost, I think financial inclusion is a, a, a very big topic for us at HSBC globally, yes. not just here. Um, we've done a number of things, but I think when you think about financial inclusion and the role that fintechs play, it's very interesting. So mm -hmm. fintechs uh, typically are looking at different, uh, you know, specific part of the payment stack. They're trying to do it fast, quickly, mm -hmm. but also cheaply. Yeah. Uh, and by nature, therefore, as you do things cheaply, it me means it's accessible to many. So examples of things like wealth apps mm. uh, basically allows us to um, uh, give more access to capabilities uh, such as investing. Right. Uh, in terms of uh, financial inclusion, uh, you may have seen that we've announced a female entrepreneur fund uh, mm. here in Singapore. Um, and that's uh, particularly uh, interesting for us. It's not just about giving financial resources for us. I think we've, we're really trying to support that, that space by waiving account charges, uh, mm -hmm. providing dedicated uh, relationship managers, and perhaps in, in keeping with how we try to support our customers grow their business, uh, they have uh, access to things like the Network Booster Program, which mm -hmm. allows them access to senior executives uh, in HSBC to really kind of grow their network uh, and therefore their business contacts. So uh, I think uh, across a multitude of things, um, uh, a lot of exciting things in the inclusion space. Mm. And don't mind me asking this since we are at the SFF. Um, Joe, is there anything that you are on the lookout for in particular right here? I don't say anything specific. I mean, we as a bank have over a thousand partnerships with big tech, fintech, cloud, uh, cloud providers. Yes. Uh, but you know, the way I see uh, you know forums like this, we we're really in partnership with a lot of these companies, uh, and it's core to our strategy in terms of how we develop uh, our capabilities for our clients. So. Uh, an, an important point perhaps to, to, to focus on, a lot of people think about fintechs as competing with banks. We don't yes. see that, and in fact, I don't think uh, the fintechs themselves see it that way. Mm. Uh, it's really about how we collaborate and bring those technologies together and augment it for the benefit of the uh, innovation economy mm. and our clients. So I think it, it's very collaborative in terms of how we think about it, and so that's the, the nature by which we engage in some of these conversations around the hall. Mm, I guess the big keyword and big takeaway is collaboration, building relations, as well. But before we let you go, I know, Joe, you have a lot of exciting plans for HSBC on the commercial side. What are some future plans here for the rest of this year and into the next? What should we watch out for in Singapore? Yeah, so look, I can, I can speak on this topic for hours, <laughs> uh, I but I, I'll save you that. Um, I think uh, the, the simplest way to, to think about uh, what we, we do in commercial banking is we really service our clients uh, and we really try and prepare them for the near future and the far future. Uh, and so topics to really look out for from our perspective, I think sustainability is an obvious one. I think uh, there's a lot of activity in that space. 
uh, but in keeping with helping clients is really how do you create transition plans? How, how do we help uh, SMEs uh, with the capabilities to kind of create and, and come up with uh, their emission profiles? And we've mm. announced partnerships with companies like Diginex to help them with that. Mm. Um, Separately, I think supply chain, a very prevalent topic given kind of geopolitics and some of the challenges we saw through COVID. Uh, a lot of clients looking for resilient, agile, sustainable uh, supply chains. Uh, and so there we're doing a lot of activity in terms of providing working capital to support those changes. And uh, as I say to many people, we have a very global footprint. We're very agnostic to where companies want to move their supply chains. We're often at the origin and the destination of those corridors. So uh, plenty of space uh, there of activity, as well as kind of digitizing um, a supply chain. So trade as a service, as a concept, buy now, pay wow. later. Okay. And then finally, I would say um, around international. Uh, it was, you know, I was at a round table uh, yesterday talking about the importance of international. And I think what you're seeing gradually, especially in the innovation economy, clients are, are looking to establish global plans right at the get-go. This concept of going domestic and then expanding internationally at a later date doesn't work. Uh, and so everything that we're doing around bringing the world to these customers in terms of our capabilities, our networks, is, is a particular focus. Um, I don't know how much time we have. I can keep going. Well, we have Perhaps about a couple one more. minute, one and a half minute. Okay, great. So you've got lots on, um, on the cards. Yeah, I think, uh, again, uh, in terms of uh, making a frictionless experience for our customers, mm -hmm. uh, I think there are a lot of platforms out there. Uh, we are trying to reduce the number of engagements that they have and having to log into multiple systems. Yes. Uh, we're building uh, API capabilities. We actually launched something where we've had uh, provided embedded finance through uh, Oracle NetSuite. Uh, in the US are so really kind of taking away those frictions. Uh, platforms also like Business Go to help them connect with other people up and down their supply chain to improve their business. So look, there's a lot there. Uh, yeah. As I say, I could speak about this for a long time, but if you're interested in any of this stuff, obviously come by the booth. Uh, we have a lot of uh, experts who can address those questions, but very, very excited to talk about any of those. Just reach out to them. And exciting that you talked about Oracle because we just spoke with them on Under the okay, Radar great. as well. So lots going on in this space. Thanks a lot, Joe. That was Joe Miyake, Chief Commercial Officer, Global Commercial Banking at HSBC. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.